righty. Welcome to Jacob V. Weekly. In lieu of an ad, we want to start the show again by inviting you to donate to Caddyshack of Hamill, Illinois. They're a small family-run cat rescue in the Metro East that I've long supported and cherished. You can find them at Caddyshack IL on Facebook and just click the donate button. Every dollar my friends or I have ever given to them has gone directly to feeding, medically treating, and adopting out actual cats in need. Be a part of the solution. Caddyshack in Hamill, Illinois. Donate, brag about it. Let's start the show. First off, very first thing, I have with me today a very special guest co-host and uh, uh, I, I, I know you by so many names and for so many different reasons. Uh, we used to work together. You were in my wedding. Um, I was an Uber driver for you one time. Lucius McQueen, let's talk about it. Let's talk about why you wanted to be here. Let's talk about why um, that's that's it right there. Let's talk about all the Twitter activity. You're so active on Twitter kind of all of a sudden. You know, I, I feel more confident to put my comedy out there because um, I just don't give a fuck anymore, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, stop playing with the haters. Mm-hmm. 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 Tell them latest. Mm-hmm. Get your shit out of your ass. Mm-hmm. Right. That's I can't stand when the shit is in my ass. <laughs> Colon cleanse. That's what mm-hmm. I'm going for. You know, mm. I'm doing a detox. I don't know. Life. I don't know how TikTok knows this about me because I'm not sexually active in the gay community, despite what many people may believe. But I get a lot of bottoming TikToks. <laughs> I don't know why. And so it's all about keeping your butthole clean, which I am totally off. I have the cleanest butthole in town. Uh, but it's Is more it? of like, you know, it's because I really do. Literally, I hate when the shit's in my ass. You know, and I feel like for you, you have a very particular type of issue where I think the word no. dingleberry comes into play. No, I'm whack. <laughs> <laughs> you wax for show? Oh. Oh, my gosh. Um... Yeah, so is it just like a bunch of uh, like bidet? Listen, we're talking about you. I'm eating my dinner. Oh my god! Okay, talking. So about I want to know what you're. Lucius, I, you are very much like me, in a series of transitions in your life. You know, mm. in a lot of different categories, but kind of in a way that's exciting. Yes. And so you know, let's talk about uh, let's talk about that. Okay, so I got a few things going on. Um, mm. So. Um, obviously Lucius being one of them. Um, so, you know, newfound chosen name. Um, it's time to, um, put away the like regret or the feeling of not being yourself completely Mm -hmm. and everything. Um, you know, that's been, I, I felt like I was living that life just by being out as like a stone fucking lesbian Mm -hmm. but you know i realize that i'm much more than that you know is that a tribe of lesbians stone oh yeah stone stone well technically stone butch is like those lesbians you see with the uh cargo shorts and the plaid shirts or like the like a polo with like a stripe on it that i didn't really subscribe to that i'm so glad you're here this is so serendipitous because i have this deck that i wanted to put on the back of my house and my dad quoted me like way too much money for it so you're gonna just have to come on down we're yeah. gonna roll up them sleeves. Mm. So talk to me. Yes. So uh, okay. So you're um you're choosing to uh to kind of become a a more um outwardly confident version of yourself. And, and why now? Why now? Because I'm fucking thirty years old. Yeah. God damn why. it, aren't we? You know what I mean? Oh Jesus. my god. He gonna do talk it. Talk about a talk about a quarter life crisis. He gonna you do know, it. I was um really going down a whole of depression you know and i was trying to figure out quarter. what it is quarter life 25 mean, 25 to 30 but you said but you said 30 like yeah quarter life that'd be 120 years what if you three times 30 is 90 but the quarter is four so four times 30 is you can't get me on that math you you're gonna be 100 you're gonna that's that catholic school math y'all we're doing <laughs> i'm gonna be 120 years old because of the risen jesus and elon musk is gonna Ooh. send my brain to mars if if anything jesus is taking the wheel right now with yeah, me let you him know. take it let him you take know? it i'm not even you know? wearing my glasses anymore 
I don't. I don't. I didn't get LASIK. I'm not wearing contacts. I just can't see. What is there to see? What am I going to watch in higher definition? What is that? The collapse of civilization. This is a tortellini and some green beans. No, no. I'm asking. What is that? The why no glasses? Like, are you just living on the edge? Like risky business? Like, what's? What I, are you bro- doing? I broke them, and I can't climb out of my mental illness far enough to replace them. Okay, great. So back to mental illness. Um, so, f- so I think probably. Um, when I had a major life move to moving to Kansas City from St. Louis, I really just kind of went into like a huge depression. So it's basically just been a journey from 25 to 30 on figuring out what I am, what I'm doing, and what is my purpose here on this earth. Mm-hmm. So uh, what that is, is um, to be a, a public figure um, by using my music and um comedy uh and lightheartedness mm-hmm. uh to give a representation to those who need to be more represented uh so i'm talking the lgbtqia plus community um and especially non-binary folks like myself mm-hmm. so, i love that i'm loving yeah. that i'm so pro all of that sorry i'm eating yeah i know mm-hmm. yeah mm. You know, there's nothing more delicious than self-fulfilling prophecies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I love that. And, um, you know, I've always said this. People love you. So I don't feel like that's going to be a challenging transition. I know plenty of people that feel like um, they they don't have a, uh, a place in even the LGBTQ uh, supposed voice in the media is kind of so... Binary. Bias and kind of one and binary in one way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So um, is that kind of part of your motivation here? Absolutely. Yeah. Because even when I was like trying to figure that out, um, I was like, oh, trans man. All right. So maybe it's that. But then, you know, I kind of like am really thinking about it. I was like, that really doesn't describe me either. So it's really just kind of like an in-between, just like whatever you feel is what you are. And honestly, like, I don't really like care for labels even in that sense you know i'm just trying to give people a jumping off point for myself so um yeah you know i just bought myself some freaking platform heels with like a two inch platform and like a four inch four or five inch heel and i wear those at work on saturdays you know running around that store mm-hmm and I feel confident. I feel like so amazing, but you know, I am like totally like lesbian from like the ankle up That's exactly... and I just got these gay yeah. ass boots on and they're yeah. fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going to do more of that. You know, yeah, you're going to see more of, of that. Mm-hmm. No, I'm all for that. Yeah. Um, so I'm so glad you're here. And so, um, I know you as uh, a musician, but is there more kind of, um, uh, creative endeavors that you're gonna that you're gonna be kind of uh, promoting alongside this uh, transitionary time for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I am right now just launching off a podcast with me and my friend Garrett. Um, oh, it's yeah. called the yeah, it's called the Lesbro Show, um, and we are just creating content right now. So you know, we, hopefully, pretty soon we'll actually. Like, launch it and everything but man it is just a homo and a douche talking shit and making fun of each other talking stories um just talking about life yeah okay so we'll get a kind of a sneak peek at that here today because you're gonna stick around with me for a little bit yeah exactly and uh that's great i didn't um i didn't even know all that so uh lesbro is launching do you know when exactly you have a date picked i do not have a date picked yeah we literally just did our first yeah um, just link me up yeah yeah, you know that was smart we didn't necessarily think to do that because we like to live stream so i don't have to edit stuff because of my adhd i'll never finish anything Mm, preach Mm. but it'd be nice to have a bunch of content in the can absolutely absolutely yeah yeah so okay uh, and you'll just link me on that one as that's unfolding and we'll make sure that we get our listeners um going so uh mm-hmm. let's get going with uh, uh the day and we'll kind of uh, continue our conversation uh as we move let's into some of uh, some um more contemporary issues just a quality check here are you uh recording on the a voice channel for you oh yeah we're all good okay cool 
just wanted to make sure because I, I forgot to tell you when we were starting. I just kind of, it's kind of like as I get to it, like it's six thirty um, now. I'm a professional. I can. I got. What do you got it. there? Okay. What are you drinking? Is that just water? Um, it's a pink drink, and I will tell you that one time I got this at Starbucks, and they were like, "And pink drink," and they literally commented on my aesthetic, and they're like, "I did not expect that." <laughs> <laughs> What's what is I, the pink drink? It's I don't e- I honestly don't even know. It's just it's like strawberry and tea and uh, it's some like the sort strawberry of like cream base with the tea, maybe a passion tea or something. A cream um, base. It, it, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't have the bite of like a lemonade. It's just like a real fruity tea. Yeah, that's um, one thing so, I think when I think lemonade, I think a bite. I think a fucking yeah. Get no, it, it's it's a smooth, <laughs> wonderful tea. For um, the strawberries. Wow. So, so yes, um, my God. So, Lindsay, have you kept up with our show? Have I what? Have you kept up with our show much? Do you hear um, Jacob V weekly? Little, I'm trying to think about. I'm yeah. trying to think about where to catch you up. Okay, because there's gonna be some recurring themes that we've checked on here that want to get you. Uh, Lucia, yeah, you gotta, apologize. Yeah, get me up on that. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're gonna be good. I heard from a friend who's been binging the show uh, recently, and I, re- which I really appreciate. She hit some election material from a few months ago and got triggered. Mm. I can't believe it's 2021. I seriously started to write like 2018 the other day. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. I know. Like I started with a one. I was like, scared. nah. <laughs> that ain't right I can't believe Joe Biden is president Because everything still sucks And like why did we go through all of that Like I was looking back at the episode My friend was telling me about It, it was like around the debates I'm like, I'm like why did we go through all that Because it's not really um, Things are just still so weird Yeah it's and just, like, I think we just have to like When I put a zombie in the Oval Office of I expect know? results Which is basically You know what I mean? I expect some change Like when we sent that We sent that monkey into space That monkey died for a reason <laughs> I, I totally lost you Your your Zoom went from like Nothing To fasting Like fast And then monkey business You lost me. Wow. Mm-hmm. Here we go. I think we're back now. Mine was monkey business? <laughs> Are we catching up? <laughs> Who's got... Okay, so there's monkey business in... Hold on, but I... Yeah, there's, but there's now monkey you're not business on my... in the White House. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if I got you back or not. Because for some reason you're not in my stream window anymore. Okay, I'm going to call her back. You know, when you're doing it live and your producer is busy... Oh, there we go. Yes, I want to join with computer audio, you savages. Jacob V. Weekly, got to do it live. So, you know, uh, talking about that, she's going to she's gonna reconnect. So uh, for those of you that don't know, Nighthawk is a good, good friend of mine. Uh, Lucius and I um, go way back. We're in a band together called Too Deep that looks like it'll get to resume uh this year which is great i'm gonna try to uh-huh here we go are you there i am here yeah i don't know what happened because you you started to catch up but then you weren't responding to me and uh it's okay it's okay it's, i'm glad we're back okay. yeah. so yeah that's great that's great so we were just i was just catching them up kind of on how we know each other and that and we're in a, we're technically still in a band <laughs> and and uh yeah. and and we may get to do that again uh yeah uh, in the near future so uh, I, I got a bass player learning that song from baywatch wonderful just so that whenever we need to whenever we can get around to that yeah um, so i was just trying to so really all that we really 
spoil it's always the opening bit is cursed on this show and so it was just something okay. i was saying the other day comparing joe biden as a zombie in the oval office to the monkey that we sent to space before we sent people to space <laughs> and just how at least like the monkey i knew the monkey was dying for a good reason mm-hmm. and you know but uh joe, i don't have joe biden's good joe. reason yet except for we at the guitar store i worked at this afternoon uh we can't keep guitars in stock because everyone's buying them with their stimulus checks so oh yeah uh, yeah absolutely are you guys low on inventory up there at the old uh sawhorse seattle dog dog show (laughs) uh yeah actually um the most common comment we get is you guys going out of business um because the walls are so bare but it's actually the even of even of new inventory yeah it's It's, well see that's what happens because now we make quickly we make all those guitars in Indonesia and China, and then one guy eats a bat with his nose, and we're all up a creek. Exactly. My, my washing machine, I think, was on the barge in the Suez Canal. Oh, really? Interesting. Because it's still not yeah. here. Mm. Oh, my God. And let, let me guess. You ordered it in, like, December? Yeah. Maybe January. Yeah. Well, have you called to complain to somebody who can absolutely do nothing for you? Have you tried yeah, they that get, yet? Yeah, they get really sad. They get really upset. Mm. Yeah, because they yeah. they want me to have it. They really want me to have that washer. Yeah, but as long as you know that they can't do anything, but you want them to do something. But I just want really them can. to acknowledge my suffering. I just I just need a witness to my experience. Yeah, and that's really what the human interaction is all about, you know. Um, have you heard about? Never mind. We're not going to do that one. Uh. <laughs> Something we have been talking about that I can catch you up on. Something we have been talking about a lot on this show in the past few months is that uh, I'm going to be left down here to clean up the mess when Elon Musk and all the Kardashians take all the resources and go to Mars. I've been saying that for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that. I just need to know where I stand in the process. And as long as I can get through a drive through several times a day, with some success, even if they're out of half of the stuff and it takes 35 minutes, I'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But out of nowhere, Kim Kardashian West tweets, this is on, this is three days ago. Do you guys believe in aliens? <laughs> I saw Mars, that tweet. Mars, bitches. Like, Mars, bitches. I saw bitches. that tweet. M-A-R-S, Mars. We're going to Mars. Kim's going. Um, she's going and you know it's interesting that she doesn't maybe she does or does not believe in aliens but it's interesting because mm-hmm. that ass is she's out gonna of be world. the attorney general of march <laughs> she's gonna Absolutely. be the first attorney general of march she's a lawyer mm-hmm. now she read the book it's gonna be just la2 up there okay i got it superficial cloudy smog definitely smog it's smug and smog. It's gonna um, be it's gonna be smug smog. That's that's interesting. So it's gonna be smog. 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 Um, did she ever give a reasoning on why the fuck she asked that question? No. See, I didn't follow up. Typically, I'd have my my producer Google it, but he's uh he's the only qualified employee at uh, Gene Simmons Burger Joint in Chesterfield. Mm. So. It's a, it's a nightmare out there. He's keeping the the thing together. He's holding mm-hmm. it together. Like remember when Spider Man was on the the train the subway like this? Yeah, he, that's Joe. But it's cheeseburgers and hungry fat people, <laughs> and and kitchen staff that keep leaving and never coming back. Ugh, that's the worst. I'm gonna raise it up. I'm gonna raise that, that up in prayer. Oh, uh, testify. Uh, so speaking of LGBT, something uh, Bachelor star Colton Underwood comes out as oh. gay. I'm like, okay, Whoa. so okay, so I am one of those people that are like, every time there's a Bachelor headline, I'm always like, ugh, that, that show yeah. is still mm-hmm. on because I never yeah. liked it. I I thought those shows were all tacky and gross 20 years ago when they started, but uh, this show's been hot lately because the the executive producer guy had to step down a few months ago because some crazy shit. You seem Mm. to know more about this than me. So this was a guy who was the bachelor for the season, the man who's going to pick the lady. Mm, And then then he comes out as gay when? Is that season over? 
I, you know, I, I honestly don't know anything more than you do, but it was cause I was just going through Twitter and I saw it on there and, uh, I was like, Oh, that is classic. I love that, you know, because, um, I hope that this starts a trend of, um, people, especially like men coming out, you know, uh, under like all that pressure and everything. So, mm-hmm. you know, nah. bless his heart. Um, but, uh, nope. I wonder nope. if they're going to do like a, another bachelor nope. where he has to choose a lineup of dudes as just different types of dudes. You know, uh, we're doing it live. Oh, One of us is not using their ethernet. Oh, Lord. I bet you hit a button. Oh. Moses. Pressing onward. Where were we? We were just going to get the scoop. It's a cliffhanger about the damn bachelor. I hear you. I hear you in the night. So I didn't catch any of that. Oh, my God. It was so good, though. Okay. So um, I I saw it on Twitter just like you, and I didn't even look into it because just like you, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, But I was excited for that. Um, And I wonder if they're going to do a bachelor where he's still the guy, but then they have a line of dudes. Um, well, because that would be the uh, that would be the best solution, right? But did he yeah. finish a whole season with ladies? I would I imagine like why would you? I mean, the taping's already over, so it's not. The, like okay, that's like, what I didn't know is if the taping was over. I would assume. So, but now are we gonna have to watch a whole season with him going on all these dates with ladies, and we're like, I wonder why it doesn't work, and then we know it's because he comes out after the show is on taping. You know, this is a this is a, brings up a serious issue that about burgers because I wish your producer was here to actually give us information mm-hmm. because I don't know I don't know yeah. but I love it. Well, I'm and um, we're here to ask questions. If you're listening to this, go ahead and Google the whole uh, uh, thing because we're gonna have to Google some shit here in a minute, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get too deep in the hole before we get there. Maybe we'll cir- circle back to Colton Underwood. Uh, maybe I could just can I look him up right here? If I highlight, if I highlight, I could hit Explore Colton Underwood. That's going to be his memoir. He's an American reality television personality and former professional football player. Oh, those guys are all in the closet. He's only twenty nine. Uh, He's younger than us. Interesting. But what's the latest? Here we go. Here's the headline. Comes out as gay. He's ready to live his truth. Exclusive interview with Robin uh, Roberts on Good Morning America. Mm. I've ran from myself for a long time. I've hated myself for a long time. And I'm gay. And I came to terms with this earlier this year that uh, and have been processing it. And the next step in all this was sort of letting people know. Wow. Does it say what season he's from? Not that I give a shit. That's what I'm or, looking I, for. I wouldn't even know. But like, yeah. So how interesting. Um I love that. Welcome to the team, Colton. Yeah. Um, I, I love you for uh, being your true self, um, and you know, live your truth. I'm very excited for that. Um, I really hope they do a, a Bachelor with just a bunch. Of yeah, kids. it says here that when he was named the Bachelor, Underwood said he remembered praying to God the morning he found out and thanking him for making me straight thinking this would lead him to finally getting the wife and them having kids. So I think maybe it took him going through that to really, I guess he was really determined to figure out if he was straight or not. So this dude was like, God, give me all of the pussy in the world. Give me the the last misogynistic beauty pageant on television that we have left. Let me psychologically and publicly abuse these women emotionally for several weeks. Mm. And then uh, it turns out I'm gay, and it's Jesus's fault. <laughs> Jesus I mean, took that wheel, and it took it, a hard left. He just—he was maybe he should have—I don't know. 
He's grown closer to God in this revelation. Okay, so this is where I'm Matt's checked going. out. I'm checked out. I'm, I can't do that. I'm shit. I'm clicking. I'm clicking off. We're out. Oh of here. my god. You've lost well, the room. I I I I at least like that the gay community is expanding into the Christianity realm. However, I do not subscribe to that. So yeah, that's, um, there's one thing I don't support, and that's people living their own faith. <laughs> Is this really going to be like this today? This thing. Um, yeah. So we'll. I can't Ugh. wait to see that. Great. I'm just. Uh, I'm just barely holding it together up here, Jesus. Oh, I just got one string attached. Man. So, uh, Joe sent us uh, a couple headlines uh, um, to work with that uh, I wanted okay. to kind of move on to. So that was one of them that I kind of pulled this week. But also Hank Azaria, for some reason, won't shut up about uh, that he voiced the Indian guy on The Simpsons for 30 fucking years. He just came out this week and says he regrets ever doing it. But it's after mm. he did it for 30 years. And then he quit. I thought that was to express why. Why do we have to keep... I don't understand. I don't I, help me. Help me, Jesus. Um, you know, that one is an interesting one. Yeah, exactly. 30 years of doing it. That's so much time to know that that was not okay. And then if, he quit like a year ago. So is is this in um, response to like an outlash by, you know. Backlash he, would be the word. Oh, thank you very much, uh, English professor. Um, backlash from the Indian community. Is that what's going on? I see. I, that's the thing is I don't know if that ever happened. So that was kind of what I remember when he was talking about quitting. What, like this is, again, at least a year ago. But that's kind of what I remember the conversation being was that did anybody say anything? Like was anybody? Uh, I kind of thought it was offensive to assume that as the, the company being, you know, ABC or whatever – assuming that they would think that Apu was intended to represent all Indian people. I think that was part of the the thing, too. It's like it's something really offensive until you point out that it could be. You know what I mean? Right, exactly, yeah. And that's, yeah. And so I feel like he was, like, being proactive, but in, like, the worst way. Right. Like, it's just, like, we don't need that. Right. Well, that's how I feel. Um. You know, and so, yeah, that is very interesting, and uh, I can't wait to see where that goes. Yeah, um, who knows? Who knows? It may not go anywhere. You know, because it's um, over already. This is exactly what Joe and I talk about talk, catching you up on things. This is exactly what Joe and I talked about with um, Pepe Le Pew. It was like, was he even still making money? Like, do we have to cancel? Was he even still on TV? Not that I'm not. Yeah. Like, I totally do whatever you want to do, but I'm just thinking, like, isn't it kind of worse? Aren't we drawing more attention to it if it's that bad? Right. Um, I don't know. Like, where, do, where does the buck stop here? And Who's that's, in charge that's a, of this? That's a question that I have is, like, uh, when it comes to comedy, um, where is the line of offensive but also more, like, homage? Like, because I love a good gay joke i love a good lesbian joke but like mm -hmm. where where's the line you know well, right and i guess that's maybe that's what we're doing i don't know i don't know um another one joe sent me that i thought was great this is from consequence of film one of those websites that's really only only exists so you can share headlines on facebook mm. the passion of the christ jesus christ thinks celebrities are harvesting children's adrenaline uh jim is it cavizel 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 is a card-carrying member of QAnon, apparently. So he's friends Fucking with Mel Gibson. It. it doesn't surprise me. But apparently yeah. so the actor that played Jesus in Mel Gibson's Jesus movie uh, spends a lot of time on the internet and seems to think that there's a cabal of uh, satanic cannibalistic pedophiles that run uh, most of the world. You know, and... <laughs> This guy uh, I've always known was a nutbag because he, um, whenever the Passion of the Christ was a thing, he was like, you know, my initials are JC, 
Jesus mm-hmm. Christ initials are JC. Yeah. Um, so I feel like we are the same person. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a great. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he. I mean, he really did the thing. Yeah. Um, so he thinks that our world is led by a bunch of uh, pedos and chomos. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know. We're also sa- satanic cannibals. This is specifically oh, referring to one. the adrenochrome conspiracy that he, I mean, he thinks they're harvesting children's, uh, the blood to to harvest the, um, the adrenochrome, which is uh, the youth uh, sustaining, uh, uh, you know, like from the movie. From the movie, mm-hmm. From Fear um, and Loathing in Las Vegas, they talk about adrenochrome. Oh, yeah. That's okay. I was like, I know so I've heard that. This is what the QAnon like, people are all about. They think um, that, like, Trump is leading some secret war at night against this, uh, the Hollywood elite pedophile satanic cannibals who want adrenochrome out of the adrenochromes out of the children's blood. So to catch you up. And they believe Trump is still the president and that. Uh, um, Biden is a clone of a satanic pedophile that was already executed in these secret trials held by the real America or something. I hate to go too deep into this because I don't want to get flagged. Yeah, with, this, is, but, this is a rabbit hole. <clears throat> but that's exactly what um, that guy believes. And you were saying even at the time that he was playing Jesus, he was like, yeah, I am Jesus. Yeah. Um, and then funny story about Passion of the Christ. Wow, great throw. That was amazing. Um, is I went to go see it with my parents in theaters. I bet you did. How, we, and were, we were children. I, oh, ap, oh, yeah, I was probably, what, 13, 14 or something? Yeah, in there. Um, and uh, so I was sitting between my parents, and then it's the scourging um, scene where he's just getting whipped in the back with these, like, leather straps and, like, claws on the end of it, just ripping skin from his back. Gross. So I... Yeah, I, I don't do gore. So I passed out for like the first time in my life onto my mother. And then I just wake up to them being like, Lindsay, Lindsay. Lindsay, and, wake uh, up. You're ruining the movie. Wake- <laughs> they were just and, about to kill him. You missed it. You, you, <laughs> and uh, so I just I was just like, I got to go. And so I ran down the, the stairs of the theater and uh, right outside the door, you know, they they were behind me. And they're like, oh, my God, are you okay? And I was like, I just need to go. And so we are heading home. We grab some food. Um, and then we stop by the church. And I'm like, what are we doing here? Huh? And uh, so we go inside the chapel. And this is like 9 o'clock at night. Um, and it turns out that they, my dad thought that I was maybe possessed. And that's why you passed out during the movie? And that's why I passed out during the movie. Yeah. Because but you, really, yeah. it was just the gore was too much. Ripping skin. So um, Jesus took the wheel there and yeah. made a left turn. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to no, say. No, that's I, you didn't even know we were going to talk about that. That's why I love. That's the beauty of this show is mm-hmm. you didn't even know we were going to talk about. No. Um, Passion of the Christ actor Jim uh, Covasier, who thinks that uh, QAnon is real, and then so and then you were struck dead for a second by the Lord Himself during that movie, mm. and then yeah, you know my I have a, a relative who tried to baptize me numerous times in a kitchen <laughs> sink. Um, did they use the spray hose? Is that what you mean by trying? Um, yeah, I think I was a child. They put me in the sink. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't think it was hot water. I mean, they were just, you know, trying to wash off the demons. Just rinse, just rinsing the demons. Just, <laughs> just let it wash over you. Just so, let, it, um, let the demons. There's multiples here. You're saying they tried to do that. So did your mom, like, interrupt them? Was like, what the fuck are you doing? No. No, no, no. I think... Uh, they just don't feel like it took. So I don't feel like they thought it was a successful baptism. Well, do you really feel like it even took to this day? I've been baptized since. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I may again. <laughs> I may. Here, here we go, Jesus. Here, get me a. I got a little D. I got a little. This is DDP. Here we go, Jesus. Oh, no. A little of this. Oh, yes. Just Bless him. The, and let it just wash over you. Wash. <laughs> 
and let the demons. And now you're just, free to be yourself. And let the demons just fall away. Oh, oh God, yes. what to know about the death of Dante Wright? Um, Jesus Christ! This is, I mean, I wrote this stuff in the show prep to check in on live because it's just so. All the police shootings were in the middle of juggling right now. And oh my gosh. And then there was a school shooting in Knoxville. And then Derek Chauvin is still on trial, which oh is my God. great for us. Put uh, him in they that gotta, jail immediately. But I mean, if they were going to pick one to make an example out of, that's Ugh. a good one to pick. Absolutely. Even if, even if the move is just appeasing the community, like. Do it. Like Put the him lady, in that motherfucking jail. The lady with the taser, she shot the guy, but she thought she was grabbing her taser. You can yeah. convince me that that lady is stupid. Because I saw what, <laughs> because I saw what they're claiming was the body cam footage. And she j reacts with what really appears to be shock, the shock of a stupid person. Right, like, and, it, and it's criminal <laughs> negligence, and you know, uh, but I'm not saying we need to execute her in front of the courthouse to make an example out of her. Now, Derek Chauvin, though, that's a great one. Oh, if you're gonna pick one, I mean, drag him. These things happen in threes. They got Bernie Madoff. They got uh, who's the guy they buried here in St. Louis? That the, the uh, Rush Limbaugh. Um, and so let it be, Derek Chauvin. But I don't know that. I mean, I, I, I will. I'm not one of those people that are like all cops are murderers. I'm, I don't necessarily believe that. But um, that's a good one to just make an example yeah. out of. You would think that you would seize the opportunity. Absolutely. And I yeah. just I don't want anyone to ever shoot anybody. It kind of bums me out. It's my, my firm belief. Do you want to go down a, a yeah. new adventure with me on the show? Let's do it. Absolutely. One thing we've been it. doing, I haven't collected too much of this yet because it's a new feature, but we're advertising on our Instagram at Jacob V Weekly, and I believe mm -hmm. uh, I, I put the feelers out elsewhere uh, for some stuff that we used to do on my old radio show when I was in college. We, we did a call in because we had phones and people oh, calling in it. for, you know, different advice. You know, I'm not psychic mm -hmm. necessarily, not intentionally at least. Um, but I yeah. put the feelers out there, career, relationship, etc. And I really loved one of the first uh, entries we got. And it's going to be strictly anonymous. Okay. Uh, and I'm just going to read what, um, what this listener sent me. So this is from a listener. My significant other and I both work very long hours and have different lives, but we currently live together. While we spend so many hours both working and tend to be low-maintenance individuals in our relationship needs, it still feels like we are barely even, quote, together. We obviously understand that we are together, but sometimes it feels like it's just because we have been and it continues to make sense instead of that real reason we had to be together in the first place. How do we keep this thing rolling with the few hours we have for our time together? Now, I want you to formulate your opinion while I start with some things that I've been thinking about because um, I've been looking at this longer than you. Okay. Now, um, one, of, one of those things that I want to start with is uh, I, I think it's totally normal and healthy for adults to make time for one another to express and kind of celebrate their relationship um, in whatever way that could be dinner. That could be uh, whatever's whatever's quality time to you. I think that's, it's okay to schedule those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, especially when you only have, Two, what was it two hours out of the day to actually be together and what at like midnight or something some like that yeah also yeah. i'm thinking of um i know a lot of couples like this that are our age that mm -hmm. you guys are building your careers or your brands or your expertise or whatever right now you're growing your career that's kind of what you do in this time um yeah and you make uh changes to try to get on the track that you want to be on professionally as early as possible right and yeah. so when you're you know an entrepreneur or when you're you know an academic or when you're just deeply invested in your in your craft like that i don't think it's um uncommon i think a lot of people would read that and say hey that feels like me and my significant other as well 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What were you yeah. Say? And uh, I mean, as long as both parties are like in it to win it, you know, um, you know, I, I think it really starts with having that conversation with one another. Like, how do you feel about this passing boat yeah. situation? And that's you know? another thing that I think people don't give themselves um, permission enough to do, mm-hmm. which is to communicate that, hey, I, I, I don't feel like either of us did anything wrong, but I'm feeling like mm-hmm. we don't spend um, uh, uh, enough time making sure that we feel loved or that we feel valued yeah. or whatever. So I would like to do something to remind you that I care about you and we could talk about what that is. And then I, I would really feel uh, like we were closer together if we did X, Y, Z. And that, you know, some people, for some people that's um, doing a project together, for some people that's, you know, um, uh, intimacy and that, and that closeness looks different. It's not always, uh, I don't know. So um, I'm just thinking like, that's kind of, I, I don't think people give themselves permission to do those two things, to one, um, have yeah. those conversations in a way that's not confrontational, but also to schedule that time together because it's because we schedule yeah. everything else. Priority is um, the Nine priority is the each law. other. Yeah. Prior, prioritize the the priority is each other. So, you know, to keep that flame going, prioritize, you know, um, and and also have compassion for each other. I think that's a mm-hmm. huge thing that's missing as well. You know, like we put a lot of pressure um, on our significant others to um, be that person that we want to see them be. I think you know. Um, yeah. And that ends up, if not checked, um, it ends up in a bad way. So I think having compassion for each other and understanding that it is a difficult time right now and if you guys have two hours and maybe in that two hours, one person needs to rest and one person's like looking for that affection, just like have compassion for that person who might be going through it a little bit more than you. Yeah. So, um, I think that those two yeah. things can go a long way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm loving that. I don't think, see the, the message from the listener did not read as overtly sexual. A lot of these type of, advice columns on podcasts and radio shows and whatnot are kind of overtly sexual and that, Oh, I'm not feeling like there's a sexual chemistry. Like we used to have, that's not the vibe I get here. The vibe I get here Mm -hmm. seems to be more like, I don't feel like I'm doing anything to make this relationship fun. And I don't feel like Uh. I'm, um, uh, this is me speaking as how I assume the, the listener feels. Um, I don't feel like Mm -hmm. I'm doing anything to make this relationship fun and we don't really have any um but we also don't necessarily have this confrontation it's just like we're just like roommates who like each other a lot it's I kind of the vibe i'm getting to my absolute core yeah I feel that to my core yeah so you gotta you really yeah. gotta look inward on that then you know you uh well, those i think are the having two things like i would say you gotta think conversations if there's something that you feel like you're not doing that would make you feel like you were contributing more to your romantic relationship with this cohabitating spouse individual mm-hmm. um work, find ways that you feel like would help work on that or communicate that because communicate that you want to be um you know uh the the lovey part of the relationship as well as the uh, responsible part. It sounds like they got the responsible part down. They both have serious careers that they're working on a lot. They're working really hard. So fine. Even if it's 30 minutes a week, it goes a long way and it piles up really quickly. Also, if there's something that they don't have that they need, you know, I don't think people give themselves permission to ask for the mm-hmm. support or the accommodation they need in any regard, much less yeah. uh, in their relationship. Cause you don't want to accuse the other person of not doing something. Yes. You know what absolutely. I mean? It's like, yeah. you know, so start, that's why I said start it with, well, nobody did anything wrong. It's like when I, it's like when you get a call from the school and they're like, everyone's fine. However, they beat yeah. the shit out of another kid, but everything is fine <laughs> now. It's fine now. It's, it's but now it did happen. Fine. It was popping off. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, we crushed that. We solved that whole relationship. Absolutely. All right. Send up another one. I'm They're going to conceive a child this evening after that Absolutely. advice. Absolutely. They are. You know what? The planets are aligned. I seriously, my cervix is wide open. Oh, my God. That's not how that works. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> 
just like a you know what I mean like an alien <laughs> my urethra is open and ready my, for my... sex <laughs> it may not be long but it sure is skinny I know that uh, oh is that the definition of a pecker oh my god <laughs> oh <laughs> So anyway, I was shopping for uh for I was at the dispensary the other day. Oh yes, uh, and it's so fun. It's like going to a weird coffee shop Ugh. that's like inside of a casino or something. Oh my god, I have a, a online order pickup and store system going on here mm. up in Massachusetts. How and are it's the prices wonderful. though? Because in Illinois they're um, ridiculous. The taxes are ridiculous. The price on the product itself is not bad. However, it for, is way more expensive than getting normal flour on the street for uh, a quarter i think it's like 50 to 55 depending on the type you get but how um, are the taxes oh taxes are 20 uh, percent when you're all said and done oh that doesn't sound as bad as what i experienced illinois is crazy with the taxes but it's new well you know they're broke you know they, they, they need, need it even they more. need that yeah. money girl i'm all for it it's no secret so you know good for them yeah. and I, I i love that you know I, they I, had something they had some like some gummy or something that said non-habit forming and i said well that sounds like a dare it does it sounds non -habit like forming? are you saying i can't get addicted to these gummies because fuck Cause you. i will i will do it today I'll I have ADHD. I'll, I will fucking. I'll get do addicted it to anything. I. You know how many of these diet sodas I have from McDonald's just today? It's criminal. The thing. Well, is you had a whole. You had a. You literally have two drink carriers right there that were full. No, 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 no. <laughs> they weren't all. They weren't all full. <laughs> um, the one was full though when we started the show. Um, so non-habit forming sounds like a dare what else um god we were talking about this this is the thing too that you want to be careful of with your spouse whoever your spouse mm -hmm. may be to whomever whomever i'm talking to right now but thinking about the listener advice we did i feel like a lot of people see their children as a feature in their own life and not enough as like their own people that have to like harbor the weight of uh, mm. existence and whatnot so i mm -hmm. i don't want people to be guilty of doing that to their spouses either like i feel mm -hmm. like we're so understanding with ourselves of oh i had a bad day so it's okay if i don't xyz but we don't necessarily forgive our spouses for not maintaining their routines if they have a bad day you know what i mean fucking lootly and then yes. the thing with people like people really even into adulthood regard their own children as uh like a as needed feature in their in their own experience i mean it's and i guess it's impossible to completely uh untether that kind of bias and um as far as an example what you mean is that like these are my children who are living their own lives instead of like actually being like a part of their like emotional um learning is that no, what you're talking it's about much, like, no it's more like um it's more the opposite it's more like not considering that my kids are complex individuals with needs as complex mm. as my own uh, and more so just being like what do you mean that you're stressed out like just do yeah just figure oh, yeah, yeah, it yeah. out just get over mm -hmm. it like i mean you know what i mean and just kind of that but across the whole spectrum of interactions yeah. and behavior i'm so done with like just the get over it stuff with children i'm yeah. just like you need to talk to them and understand what it is, you know, like they need to, I mean, I'm talking like I have children. I feel like, um, yeah, as two people who don't have part. our own children, <laughs> let's, let's spend the next six minutes on this. Yeah. Um, I, I just, you know, I just think that it, it's probably important coming from my own childhood to talk about those things with your children instead of like, don't cry or, you know, don't, you know, just get over it, rub some dirt on it sort of thing. You know, Some dirt in I, it. They say rub dirt in it. Get it not just on it, but penetrate the tissue with the dirt. Yes. Absolutely, yeah. So, um, yeah, children are our future, and that's terrifying. And Oh, my God, especially the ones I know. Have you met a kid lately? <laughs> yes. 
It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's absolutely not good. terrifying. Yeah, only the, I mean, people are acting like, oh, kids are on TikTok, they're so dumb. I'm like, those are the ones that can figure out how to work a TikTok. Some oh. of these fuckers out here, Jesus. Ooh. Well, oh, boy. Um, so where um, can people find you? you? Where, the... should I, where should I point people in the direction to find uh, Lucius McQueen McZazz? Um, so you can find me on Twitter at Lucius McQueen, L-U-C-I-U-S McQueen. And uh, you can find me on Instagram at Lil More Fruity. I think it's Lil underscore More Fruity. Um, and I think that that's it for right now. That's great. And I to love soon that. be the Lesbro show. Yeah. The Lesbro. That's fantastic. Well, stick around. I'm going to wrap yeah. this up. Stick around, though, and we'll uh, we'll debrief on the technical end. But let me uh, send the, the viewers on their way, and we'll get this whole thing all cranked out here, bub. Guys, our musical guest this week, local band Ground Control, really good friends of mine recently. I uh, started playing keyboard with them, and I brought them in to record a couple songs with us here. You're going to hear two of them that uh, we recorded down here together. Uh, in the past couple days, you may have seen us uh, working on those on Instagram. Uh, you're going to hear Pink Ocean and then Wounds before we uh, wrap up and end the show. Again, that's Ground Control. Find them on Instagram at Official Ground Control. I believe they're also on Facebook and uh, new exciting stuff coming up from them in the very near future. So uh, listen up.
guys, that's another episode of JKP Weekly. High five. Follow us wherever you get your podcasts. That's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google, whatever. We have an Instagram page for the show at JKP Weekly where we post exclusive content and now clips and highlights from previous episodes. You can also find uh, original music by JKP and Lucius and I as Too Deep on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, Deezer. You can bang us, Too Deep STL. That was like five years ago we did the Madonna thing, wasn't it? Yeah. It was 17 years ago. I curate a monthly Spotify playlist since May of last year. I've won for each month. Search Jacob V's favorite songs and you'll see them all there. Uh, there? You'll see them all there! Updated frequently. We did it, guys. High five. Be safe.